Calling all entrepreneurs. Are you ready for a biz boost in 2022? Tired of feeling alone or struggling to figure out this whole entrepreneur thing by yourself? Well, great, because we have your solution. We are hosting an in-person business conference in Nashville, Tennessee on April 25th through 28th, 2022. And this isn't your traditional boring corporate like conference either. I mean, do you even know Evie and I? (laughs) Yes, the Heart Conference is a place for creative business owners and dreamers of all kinds to come together, experience community, learn business and marketing strategies that will help you grow and scale your business all while having the friggin' best time of your life. So get ready to be empowered in your business and life so you can go out and break down every barrier that is holding you back from achieving your goals. All right, and listen to our speaker lineup. Legit. All right, we have Jordan Lee Dooley, Paige Griffith of The Legal Page, Zim Flores, Angie Lee, as well as Lindsay and myself, and our keynote speaker, Donald Miller of freaking StoryBrand. Like, yes. Yeah. So basically, are you like ready to explode your business and build community in just three days? Because if so, it's time to learn some hardcore marketing and sales strategies that will grow your business beyond what you could ever imagine. Get paid to do what you love, speak to the heart of your ideal client, nip that feeling of loneliness in the bud, connect with a community of like-minded creative entrepreneur besties, receive over 12 hours of hardcore business education, dance your pants off at our heart dance party, and listen to seven industry leaders teach you everything they know. Yeah, it's a lot in just three days. Buzz gonna be good. (laughs) If you are ready to give your business a jumpstart in 2022 and lead in your business empowered, come join us at the Heart Conference. You can find out more at theheartuniversity.com forward slash conference. You are listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie McLeod and Lindsay Roman. If you are needing a refresh on your website because it's just not quite converting the way you want it to or need it to, or you are just about to create or build your own website and need all of the tips of what to include, well, we got you on today's episode. Today, Lindsay and I are giving you a short and sweet power punch episode of the top five things you absolutely need to have on your website. So whether you're wanting to spruce up your already amazing site or you're starting from ground zero, this episode is going to bring some fire to your headphones today. All right, now without further ado, let's dive on in. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right, well, let's just, let's get to the goods. Number one, the first thing that you absolutely must have on your website, an engaging about page. Now, before you're like, well, duh, I need an about page. Let's give you some actual specifics on what we mean by engaging because mm-hmm. everyone, yes, needs an about page, but there's some things that people do right and wrong specifically with them that we want to talk about. Yes. Yeah, so first and foremost, I think we've all been on those websites. We've all seen them and there's a very strong possibility yours might look like this as well. And don't beat yourself up. This is a common mistake, but... We've all been there. (laughs) We've all done it. But if your about bio or about page section, it sounds something like, when I was three, I first became interested in photography and picked up a camera that blah, blah, you know, whatever, whatever industry you're in. If your 
it like about, tells your whole life story. <laughs> is like a saga of your life journey. It needs to be changed now mm-hmm. immediately because the reality is at that stage in your customer's journey with you, the very beginning, like they don't even know who you are. Maybe they do and they're just wanting to like connect with you. If you're going on this long saga, this long journey, this novel about your life story, nine times out of 10, your customer is going to be like, oh, okay, I am not connecting. I'm overwhelmed and I don't get what the value or purpose is that, of this for me. So they're going to click off. Yeah. You need to keep your about sections brief and get to the connection points that are value-based for your customer who's going to be reading that section. Yeah. And when when we say that, I don't want you to be like, oh, okay, no personal aspects need to be on it at all because that's not true either. Like there needs to be connection points, like Evie just said. However, it, there's difference between, hey, this is the, like, this is my heart. This is what I'm doing. Or like, this is who I am versus when I was three, I fell in love with horses and then I became a farm photographer and then I did this. <laughs> like there's a difference there. Um, yeah. And so with like, keeping it personable, you want to create connection. And a great way to do that, which is, or a great way to do that is to have personal images on your about page. Like low-key, put them all over your website. But um, whether you have a team, have like a team photo, or if you have a bunch of different like uh, people on in your company, share a photo of of you, the CEO, if, if that's how you're, you run your company, and then like a bunch of your, your team members. Like that's what we do for the heart. We have us um, on our about page, but then we also have a bunch of photos of our team, which we love. Um, or if you're like a photographer with associates, like put photos on your associate. Mm-hmm. Like of your associates on your about page. Even if it's just you and you're a solopreneur rocking it, make sure that there's multiple photos so that they can engage and connect with you. I think that's the number one thing I see a mistake about just creative entrepreneurs in general is like not putting enough photos of them thinking that just their product or service can sell itself, which may, yeah, it needs to be good enough to sell itself, but you are the like the sugar and spice that needs to be intertwined through all of it. Especially in service-based industries where there are going to be, you know, let's say a wedding planner or photographer or a hairstylist. Like there's going to be be a hundred other people. Well, yeah. And there's going to be a hundred other people who could do the exact same job that you're offering. So why should somebody choose you over them? And that's where, you know, building that personal connection and that situation where somebody's like, oh my gosh, I feel like I could be best friends with this person. I want to work with them because I know we're going to get along well. Like that's your about page is huge. That's your about page is the place where you can really build rapport and relationship with your ideal customer. So utilize and have an engaging about page with quality photos that engage, Mm -hmm. super brief story that actually focuses on connection and value and just an overall focus on connection and serving. Yeah. I would even say just last tip on this point is with the photos, don't make it unless this really goes with your branding. But even if it does, like I would say a smiling photo of you looking at the camera. Like, yeah. and and even if you're a luxe brand, you could maybe get away with it. If, if that's the case, like you're like the whole brand is moody and vibey. Sure. Mm-hmm. But like people still want to see you and connect with you. And so no matter what, try to at least have like a close-up you smiling into the camera, like inviting that connection, inviting that friendship. Yeah, absolutely. All right, number two, the second thing you should have on your website is having your pricing, even if it's your starting prices. And I know- Hot take. Some people don't agree with this. I know there's a whole logic of, you know, not having your prices all listed out in detail, which I totally understand. And I personally agree with. I am a fan of having your starting prices on your website. Yeah. But you need to have some sort of 
price point on your site because this is a place where you repel and attract. And Mm -hmm. this is going to save you and your customers or clients tons of headache, tons of time forum inquiring and them having no idea, no gauge of where you stand in the price spectrum. It's going to reduce ghosting also because if somebody inquires and they have no idea what your pricing is and then you you give it like even starting pricing and then pricing and then you give it an email and then they're you're basically wasting both of your time because they could have not reached out in the first place if you were like wildly out of their price range because mm-hmm. then it's like oh well I they're too expensive and it's like yeah. well just put your starting prices on your site um, bonus tip I would call the page of your site that's pricing call it investment that's just a fancier word than pricing just because yeah. it it sounds more higher end which well and it it reminds people that like yes this is an investment but I'm gonna get a return on my investment so yeah. it's, versus it's a pricing nicer- just sounds like budget friendly. Yeah, exactly. Um, With this section two, this is where you can really hit hard on your value before and after and during where the price is listed. Like this is the section where you sell yourself, your product or your service extremely well. And with this, Lindsay and I were talking about this. We strongly encourage, this is a bonus tip, have an experience page on your website where you actually talk about what it's like to work with you if you're a service-based business owner. But if you don't have that one, or even if you do, your pricing page should still reflect a lot of your experience and what you bring to the table. Yeah. And when we say experience, we mean like answering the question of what, this is really mainly for service-based business owners, answering the question, what the experience looks, feels, and will be like if they work with you. So like, I'll use the photography example. I know a lot of you are for photographers. We started in photography, but basically answering the question of, hey, what am, if I book you as my photographer for my wedding or a session or whatever, what, what am I going to get? Like, what does it look like to, to work with you? Are you more of a uh, uh, documentary style fly on the wall photographer? Or are you going to be like posing me, giving me things to do? Am I well, like, what do I do if I don't know what to do with my hands? Like, it's basically a page that's answering those questions. And not only saying like logistically what you'll do, but also what the feeling of working with you will will feel like, because that's mm-hmm. a big one. Yes. All right. So that's number two, having a pricing page, which the bonus tip of having an experience page. Number three is going to be a booking page and or a contact form. So Lindsay Mm. can take this one. I feel like so many people, that that might seem obvious of like, well, duh, I need uh, to have some way to book me. However, one, call it a book me or work with us page. Like when, when it's on your navigation, don't call it contact, call it book me or work with us, something like that. Because psychologically, contact is just like, oh, I'll just like contact and see if I want to work with them. It's like, it's more distant. Whereas book me, it's like, oh, let's do this. Like, let's throw down, not throw down, but like, (laughs) let's do the dang thing. Like you want me? Great. This is how you do it. Book me. Like, it's just more powerful language. Um, That also encourages the people to read through the site for the information that they're wanting, not just shoot, immediately shoot you an email. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because contact me is like, oh, contact me and I'll tell you everything. And you still probably should tell them a lot of things even though they're filling out your contact form, even if it's called book me. But it's just psychologically just presents it in a little bit better of a light so that you're more likely to get people reaching out that actually care and want to book you. Um, And then I will say also on your contact page that's called book me, don't just have like just the form itself. Like if they click on that tab, it's just the form. No, it should still have copy that's really converting and explaining the value and attracting your right clients and repelling the wrong ones. Like there should still be copy that tells them what you're going to do for them, like who you are. Like, and it, again, we don't have, we don't 
we don't mean like go off on a long tangent about like a paragraph after paragraph, but still have copy that is describing the experience and what you're going to do for them and how, who you serve and who you don't serve. And what Mm -hmm. you don't have to say, like, I don't serve these people. That's no, it's just crafting the language around who your ideal client is and using that language to repel people that aren't the best fit for you. I'll give a photography example. If you really love adventurous elopements and you really love like in the moment, um, like movement-based, wild, beautiful, adventurous imagery, then use examples like that. Like, hey, if you're ready to get your feet dirty and your dress muddy and have an adventure that feels like something, like use that language. And that language is probably going to repel somebody who's who's wanting like a very gorgeous, high-end princess ball gown type of like like wedding experience. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Like, like you're, yeah. you're not saying I don't shoot ballroom weddings. I don't shoot people who don't want their dress dirty. Like you don't say that, but you say the opposite. And by doing that, it repels the people that aren't the best fit for you. Yeah, exactly. Hey, have you been eyeing the heart conference tickets, but maybe feeling really torn or overwhelmed? Like, Wow, it sounds amazing to get to sit and learn from seven of the industry's biggest movers and shakers. And getting in a room with dozens of other powerhouse entrepreneurs sounds like a game changer. And man, you really need that boost in your business this year. But it also just feels like a lot. Look, we get it. Going somewhere alone can be really freaking overwhelming. Traveling can be expensive and hard, which is why we have the Heart Conference Facebook group. We have dozens of other entrepreneurs in there connecting with each other before our week together in Nashville. And that's also a great place to find travel buddies to go with you and split travel costs like lodging, rent-a-cars, etc. To join the Facebook group and find your people to make this experience even more fun and exciting, go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash conference. There's a section on the page to join the group and the link directly to the Facebook group is also in the show notes. We want to see you in Nashville. So grab a ticket if you haven't already and come join the pregame party in our conference Facebook group to grab a travel buddy, meet new friends, and get hyped together. That's theheartuniversity.com forward slash conference. And we'll see you in Nashville. Do you feel like every time you send an email to an inquiring client, there's crickets? You're never getting clients to respond back to you and you're just sitting there like, what the heck am I doing wrong? Well, my friend, we're about to solve your problem full free. Did you know that the most important part of the very first email you send an inquiry is your pricing guide? (gasps) Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Yes, and your pricing guide should be an avalanche of professional excellence, details, problem solving, and information for your ideal client. They should walk away from that pricing guide asking, where the heck has this person been my whole life? Now, if your pricing guide isn't leaving your clients in awe, then you need to change it. Now, we are about to help you do just that with our free guide, Seven Essentials to Include in Your Pricing Guide. If you are ready to level up and prove your value to your clients, you need this. Head to theheartuniversity.com forward slash guide dash freebie to snag it theheartuniversity.com forward slash guide dash freebie. Uh, Next up, number four is going to be having reviews on your website. We talk about this all the time, but having that word of mouth, mouth, that social proof, that yeah. that evidence that you're, you do bring the value to the table and you do bring a return on their investment is key. So sprinkling those throughout all of the pages, especially on your pricing pages and your booking pages is key. We highly, highly recommend having at least one to two review on every page on your website. 
I feel like just testimonials in general are so powerful. Like think about anytime you're in a in a city, whether it's even your hometown, like if you're looking for a place to go to dinner or even you're looking for like a florist, like uh, what's an example that I was using recently? I was trying to find, oh shoot, what was I, what was I looking for? I was looking for something like online. Oh, this is gonna bug the crap out of me now that I can't think of it. <laughs> but I was looking for something on Google and I had a bunch of options and I was specifically looking for like the highest rated one as far as like reviews and testimonials, because people want to know, like that's word of mouth market. Like it's, it's, you want to know like, oh, if that person liked it or if they have a lot of good reviews, then I'll like it too. So it's just like a hair salon. Oh no, no, no. It was my nails. (laughs) Ha ha. It was was my nails. I wanted, I wanted to get my nails done, uh, during my maternity leave. And I, I had never, I haven't done it in like five years. And so I was trying to find a new salon that did it. And so I was judging like, oh, does this have a lot of reviews? Oh, this is 4.3 stars, but it has like 5,000 reviews, whereas there was a 4.9 star, but it only had like 70 reviews. And I was like, well, it's probably the one with more reviews is better, even though the lo- like the, the number is lower. Anyways, I mean, there's a whole think about, think about like Amazon when you're looking for a new like vacuum oh, or yeah, something. Nope, like, nope, we were looking for, uh, when we were building our home, we were looking for a shower curtain. I looked at reviews on shower curtains. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I think people look at reviews. They want to see what other people think. And so having those on your website is absolutely key. Right. And not even just on a review page, like absolutely. Yeah, sure. Have a review page, but just like Evie said, sprinkle them throughout all the pages so that they're seeing them no matter where they go. Exactly. All right. And then number five is going to be a big one. No dead ends on the, oh, sorry. Were you going to do it like a drum roll? (laughs) No, I was no, but go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) No dead ends on the page like, or on any page. Yeah. And so like, have you ever been on a website where you're scrolling and you get to the bottom and then one, there's not a button to go anywhere else. And then there's no footer. So you're like, in order to go anywhere else, you have to scroll all the way back up to the very top of the page. Don't do that. Don't make your customer work for it. Like you want to make the customer experience of working through your website a breeze and so, so easy that it's like seamlessly flowing and navigating to the the book me page. Like that's obviously the end goal. So Evie, do you want to talk about different ways to do that? Yeah. So if, like Lindsay said, have a footer at the bottom, that's a really good way that they can, you know, if they're navigating down to the bottom of the page, they can choose, okay, now I want to go to the pricing page or now I want to go to the book me page, whatever. Um, So that's a great way as well as a sticky navigation, which basically means like your top navigation bar moves with you as you go down the page. So they're seeing it no matter where they are on the page. That's a great option. With that, Don't just rely on your navigation bars. Make sure you have like a a CTA, a call to action at the end of every step. So if, you know, you're on your website and you're trying to sell them on your hairstyling services and you have a section about balayage, I don't know, then you're going to be like ready for your appointment, schedule here or whatever. There's going to be like a button that they can click on instead of just like, trying to go to the navigation bar to decide where they want to go next. You want to be guiding your customer through the experience, like like mm-hmm. telling them where you're wanting them to go for the next step. Like, okay, here's step one. You've come to this page. Now I'm going to lead you to the about page. Now I'm going to lead you to the investment. Now I'm going to lead you to the booking. But like yeah. every page should be sequentially leading to the next one to guide your customer's experience. I would say a tip also for product shops is 
a, a different way to not dead end is to give recommended different items under yep. each like product listing. So say I'm looking at a specific shirt, right? And I don't want that shirt, but like g- give me like other options below. I feel exactly. like Target and like Amazon do this, but even small shops, like yep. don't leave them hanging. Always leave them, especially that can upsell because maybe they do want the shirt that they're on, but then they look and like, they're like, oh, there's pants to go with it. I like that or yep. something similar. It doesn't matter what you sell. Um, exactly. That's just another way to not dead end things. Yep, absolutely. All right, well- those are our five. We could give you a million different things to make a great website, but these are five of the most crucial. Mm-hmm. And also, as a subtle plug, subtle uh, plug. <laughs> if you need a solid, strategically crafted, and beautifully designed website, we have customizable, professional, strategic, like converting designed website templates in the heart shop for a fraction of the price of a custom site with all of the beauty and conversion and all that good stuff. So if you need to update your website or are needing to design yours or whatever, go check those out at our shop with the link in the show notes. Perfect. I think it's theheartuniversity.com forward slash website dash templates. Yes. But also the link is in the show notes. And in wrapping up, we would just want to say, if you want to have input or suggestions on podcast topics or guests or anything like that for future episodes, or you just want to be a part of an incredible community of entrepreneurs that are rocking and rolling and just, I don't know, community is awesome, especially in the business entrepreneur space, then come please join our podcast Facebook group for free. It is in the show notes. The link is there. It's a party hopping. And we just, we pull you guys for episode topics all the time in there and just different fun things for the show. So come join. You are welcome. Everyone's welcome. We love you. We want to cheer you on. Leave us a five-star review if you have not already. That helps us out so much. And we are cheering you on and in your corner.